Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And also, as you were mentioning, a brewer of craft beer. And you've got a big beer release coming out here in the next week or so. And And have it right here. Oh, can't wait to get into that. Look at that. It's called Black Blood of the Earth. It's a barrel-aged barley wine hitting a 11.5% ABV right now. That's a cool-ass can, though. Oh, yeah. So the design was done by uh, one of Barnett's buddies. So I I guess I should say it's a collaboration beer with Josh Barnett. Yeah, Um, okay. But, yeah, his buddy Solo Machelo is the artist that did that, and we got to put my little logo on there. All right. That's really sweet. The Warmaster logo on there. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. What I do. So, all right. So, marshmallow Pepsi and Jack is what you're drinking. I am for the for this. Okay, that's an interesting choice for a guy who do you want to try brews beer. Beer, brewer of craft well, beer. I can't drink beer, man. Well, you could have found a good gluten, gluten free. They, you know, they're they horrible. So, welcome back, fellow Lushes. Another episode of Cocktails with Dimples in the Beard, Sunday afternoon edition. We are working on. Is it a special edition? No, it's not a special edition. Uh, we this is. Can we can take a moment and have a prayer before? Sure. Should I hit hands? And no, 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 I don't do that. We, uh, I mean, it's a little bit of a special out. edition. We got a request from a, from a fellow podcaster who wanted to come on and do a little promoting and uh, and uh, wanted it to happen quickly. So we made it fucking happen quickly. That's what we do. That's what make we it do. Happen. We just make shit happen. So we got Eddie Torres coming on. He is the. Oh, I don't want to him. Cancel. I don't. Oh yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Did you think Rogan? It was Rogan today. I thought it was Eddie Better. Oh no. I'm yeah. like, I'll do anything for Eddie Better. No, it's Eddie Torres. Cooler than Eddie Better, and you know what the nice thing about Eddie Torres is? You can understand every word that comes out of his mouth when he sings. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. He's a speed heavy metal dude. I can you ever hear him sing? Yeah, I can understand it. I can't. I'm down with that kind of music. <laughs> he does fantastic at at his craft. It is. Um, it's it's definitely for a certain yeah demographic. I've I've always struggled with the the super super speed metal. That's but there's some of it, you know. I've I've found myself I get into a little bit of it here. Yeah, there, but, you gotta, but gotta use it. some of those are better than others, yeah. obviously. But I my thing with music, I just there's not a lot of music that I I don't really search out music anymore. New stuff. So I you know I'm I mean when I'm I'm listening, you feel to, you're stuck in your rut. I'm listening to B.I.G. and and fucking Motley Crue and. So, you're stuck in your your stuff, you know, and trust and love. Wasn't it Icarus Bell? So there's something new. Did you see? Uh, did you see the the story? Did you see Amber Campisi in her Icarus Bell sweatshirt? Yeah, I'm like, fuck yeah. She's like, oh, I'll take better ones. I'm like, I don't care about that. I wasn't talking about the picture. I'm just telling. It's cool. You guys are working They're together. Working together. Awesome. So yeah, we've love connection. Thanks to us, we're bringing the world together. Just like surgery and Erica Lynn, we're just bringing, bringing. I know. Think of all the people we've brought together. Bringing love 
amongst. I think that camera slowly shifts. Like when Dave. All of a sudden, like I'm my elbow. Anyway, who cares? Market. Market. And where it is on the bar next to you. And then let's see you at the end of the show. Right. Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Who cares? If it moves, it moves. So, yeah. Anyway. You know what I was doing last Sunday? Uh, Besides recovering from St. Patrick's Day. Recovering from St. Patrick's Day. But I agreed to with my nephew. Um, No. On my way back. I uh, He's uh, in film school. Yes. So I made his film. So he sat out in the cold for four hours filming. Well, you're, you're in his film? Are you the lead? I am a major part you are. of his short for his class. Do you have speaking parts? I do. Oh, God, it's got to be horrible. How did he get you to say the words correctly? <laughs> I read. He wrote them down with big letters, and then he held it behind the camera with big signs. And did I you have cue, did you have cue cards? I have cue cards. Did you you did you uh, memorize your? I did really? Did a great job. Can of... you can you give me just one line? I don't want to spoil the whole plot, but can you give me just one line? Oh, you really know your stuff from your short. There, that was a line. No, I wasn't ready. Oh. Deliver it again, and. Boy, you really know your stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's about what I expected. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thanks. I'm glad you don't. I don't know my stuff. stuff. I don't know what stuff I know. Uh, you, uh, I don't know if I can. Can I talk? This is pretty big stuff. It's I would, probably going to win a reward. I wouldn't give it away. I yeah, no. You, I just wanted. I played an iconic character within his short movie. A fictional character or a you're playing somebody who. You're playing Jim Morrison or... Yeah, a fictional character. A fictional character, but iconic. How can the, he, how can enough. a fictional character in a short that's never come out already be iconic? Well, I'm playing someone that's it's iconic. He's been in... Oh, your character is iconic. Yes. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. He's been in... Short stories, he's been in books, he's been in radio, he's been in TV shows, he's been in movies. You name it. You name it. He's been in it. Pause. All right. Unpause. Eddie should be with us shortly. Excellent. So you play an iconic character in a short film, and you spent four hours in the freezing cold. My was it really cold that day? Jelani Reese. It was, it was uh, filmed all outside. And are you... At a random gas station. And what did they get? permission... <laughs> No, the best part was just watching people drive in and let me doing double takes. And yeah, yeah, wow. Um, what was I gonna ask? I forgot what I was gonna ask because you here's my hint. You play a failed singer. You don't know that theme song. No. I know it, but I don't know what it's from. I mean, I know. Yeah, I, I can't. I just can't think of what it's from. But we're not giving that away. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Everybody out in the world is smarter than him. They are. Well, we cannot keep our guests waiting. Pretty man waiting. <laughs> Sexy. Sexy. Sexy Eddie. There you go. Sexy Eddie. There you go. I'm sure he's not going to complain about that. Absolutely, so. absolutely well, not. So without further ado, Eddie Torres. Let's go, buddy. That's pretty rad. Shit. Look at that. Hello. Howdy. How we doing? 
How do I sound? Uh, maybe a little louder. Maybe a little louder. Yeah, a little more volume, maybe. Who wants to hear? How about now? That's yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I'm a, I'm a loud talker, so I hate to drown out guests. You know. Oh, it's fine. And I'm trying out a new setup for being a guest because I'm usually the host. A different setup. And I'm yeah. just like, how do I do things? I'm sure. old. Sure. Yeah. Right. You're on the you're on the other side of it for once. Yeah. 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 Is, this, is this weird for you to be on the other side? I see you've been on a couple podcasts, but. No, it's not weird. It's just uh, I, it's a brand. I'm trying to use this new interface so I can actually use this mic as opposed to just my laptop mic or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. So I can give somebody, you know, uh, up the quality a little bit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's appreciated. Some of those some of those mics that you yes. get with guests are not not the greatest. So, dude, when they call like dudes with giant beards and they use the freaking head, like the long <laughs> string one, and it's in the beard crinkling the entire time. Like, I hate you. Right. Stop. Right. I know. I catch myself every once in a while doing this too. I'll rub into it and then I'm like, oh, that's bad. That's bad. But <laughs> it's horrible. But it feels so good at the time. <laughs> you know, you got the beard. So yeah, I do. I do. All right. So we're we're joined by Eddie Torres, host of and first question is RRBG. What does RRBG what? stand for? Because I, I went back and watched some and tried to find it and the the radical Ruth Bader Ginsburg podcast. Now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it stands for rock and roll beer guy. Perfect. And that's oh. what you are, a rock and roll beer guy. All right. Drinking a freaking seltzer because I'm watching my figure. Well, that that makes sense, oh. I guess. I can't believe you admitted <laughs> to that. I would have just said that's like water or something. I got liquid death here. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just, it sucks. I don't like yeah. it. I'm just trying not to drink beer uh, for the, this month because I'm going to, at the end of the month, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I want to yeah, be yeah. in tip top. Yeah, you bet. So, so you envision drinking a lot of beer next month? Yeah, like a lot, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like a way lot. too much. Like I'm a lot of yours. Back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So you are you are host of the RRBG podcast. You're also host of the Comedy Store Wrestling podcast with our buddy. We love Earl Skakel. He's been yeah. on, and we absolutely love uh, the dude. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, good old inappropriate Earl. Oh yes, yes. he's I, got some stories. That that one was a we laughed a lot on that one. And also, as you were mentioning, a brewer of craft beer, and you've got a big beer release coming out here in the next week or so. And, and have it right here. Oh, Beautiful. can't wait to get into that. Look at that. It's called Black Blood of the Earth. It's a barrel-aged uh, barley wine hitting a 11.5% ABV right now. Whew. That's a cool-ass can, though. Oh, yeah. So the design was done by uh, one of Barnett's buddies. So I I guess I should say it's a collaboration beer with Josh Barnett. Yeah. Um, But yeah, his buddy Solo Macello is the artist that did that. And we got to put my little logo on there. All right. That's really sweet. Warmaster logo on there. So now I'm stoked because I I wanted to I've been working on this since I started the podcast. Like the originally the idea for the show was the rock and roll beer guy. I would talk to a, a musician and a brewer at the same time and try oh, to get mm. them to collaborate on a beer. And, you know, yeah, it, 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 I quickly learned that brewers are not the most conversational, uh, <laughs> a little socially awkward. I love all of them, but boy. Yeah. There Shut are up some... and let me brew my beer. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. My goodness. <laughs> like I've told this story before, but uh, Wayne Wombles, like the head brewer, he used to be the head brewer of Cigar City Brewing. And uh, I was hanging out with him. I took him out to this big old beer dinner where people paid $60 to sit down and have dinner with him and, mm-hmm. and drink and drink beers. 
And as the dinner's going on, I see him just in a corner on a notepad, just fucking. <laughs> I'm like, hey, bud, what's up? You want to go talk to the people that paid money to see you? He's like, <laughs> I think I just figured out a new way to dry hop, dude. I'm sorry. I have to write this down. I'm like, <laughs> but wait, wait, did he actually figure out a new way to dry hop? Oh, yeah. He had okay. sketches and shit like he was fucking he's that's they're mad scientists. You know right. what I mean? They're not really like. You don't take them to a dinner party to, to be the middler, you know? <laughs> right, right. So was that the last time you charged people to talk to a brewer? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I did a few more of those. But thankfully, you know, I, I that that's where I started honing my thing was like, you know what? They're busy. I'll host. You know, sure. I'll be the guy who talks. Mm. I'll ask the guy questions, you know, and have him answer out loud, you know, quick. Hey, so what's the ABV again? Oh, OK, cool. That's what it was. You know, okay. so. Just to get them involved somehow, I don't know. Okay. But either way, I, 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 on the pod, I just decided to stop. Like, I st- I'll still talk to brewers as long as you uh-huh. know they they have you know something to talk about. But a lot of them just it's not a it doesn't make for good podcasting. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many you can do about brewing, and you're going to have all your questions kind of answered, yeah. right? And you, I mean, yeah. upcoming so. stuff. And rock and roll guys have good stories. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but the, so funny enough. So the reason I shortened the name of the show to RRBG is because I had a few uh, non lushes like us, uh, <laughs> uh, non lushes that were upset that when people would Google their name, the word beer was right next to their name because of the podcast. Oh. So oh. They, I started getting people, you know, saying, "Sorry, can't come on the show. I don't want to be." You know, really? Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, well, okay. fuck. I can't have that. I, I need a. Can I curse on this thing? I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Once once <laughs> you we're can past, fucking say anything you want. Once we're past that 10 second mark, magic 10 second mark for YouTube, we we say whatever we want. Oh yeah, you can't get demonetized. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I mean, hey, we've made 24 dollars in the past month and a half, so we don't want to lose out on that. Killing it, boys. <laughs> Killing it. I wish I could quit my day job. That's all I can say. <laughs> right. Right. It's but hard been... to run two shows and have a day job. I'll tell you that, guys. Well, I was just going to say, you've been doing this quite a while, so you've been in a chaotic schedule for quite some time now. Yeah, I lost my mind sometime around 2016, I think it was. Okay. I, yeah, I think that's when I lost everything and then just kind of... <laughs> everything. Now, are, bo- are both of your podcasts, do you put out episodes weekly on both of them? So I was. Okay. Uh, but most, most recently, uh, in the last month or so, I kind of burned out. <laughs> ah, hmm. I, I, I can understand. <laughs> and my in my burnout equated to just RRBG is now biweekly. Okay. Unless I get a bunch of guests out of nowhere, you know what right. I mean. But I'm not doing. I was hunting guests. You know what sure. I mean. Like yeah. Every every week, and now now I'm like, man, I don't even have time. I don't have time. You know. Right. So I, I'm depending mostly on running into people at shows or or you know when i run hey man you want a pot yes or let's do it this day and you know it's become very like out of control so sure <laughs> uh i'm trying to see I, I tried an intern have you guys tried an intern no mm-hmm. we've talked about it right doesn't it, it good luck <laughs> okay okay so you have <laughs> i tried you mean Some, like an intern for like helping schedule and stuff is that what yeah just stuff with that help or, or yeah. help with the social media posts because yeah, it is yeah. you know i'm also running both accounts social media wise so yeah. anything that goes on the comedy store wrestling show it's like i the you know john provides me with clips which is a big help because okay. i that's one t- one thing i spend a lot of time is like finding a clip yeah. having to listen to myself which i can't stand so i uh i you know. i understand i just spent the <laughs> hour before i came over here 
editing reels for the episode we got coming out this week. So, yeah, so <laughs> it's awful. We need to hire. We need teams, guys. This I is know. how the big people do it. I know. <laughs> I mean, we're there, but we'll we'll get you. We'll get there. We'll it's, get, we'll you get guys. there. It's still a passion project for now. So, <laughs> ah. yeah, that's it. I'm tired of the the day job. That's what it is. I yeah. want the passion project to be the day job. Exactly. Let's true. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, here we go. Let's maybe we can help each other out and keep it keep her well, yeah. growing. That's what we love to do. So let's rising tide lifts all boats. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I say. So let's talk oh, a little bit of Black Blood of the Earth. Yes, it's a collaboration with Josh Barnett, who people will know from MMA. Doesn't he? He does some professional wrestling as well, doesn't he? Yes. So he's wrestled in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's done a bunch of stuff in Japan, and then also he's <clears throat> he wrestles on uh, the Bloodsport event, mm-hmm. which he puts on. Okay. So and this is they collaborate with GCW, which is a Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, they they have a thing called the GCW Collective, which includes Josh's Bloodsport. Okay. Uh, but the thing with Bloodsport, it's like an interesting mix mix of uh, MMA and pro wrestling. So okay. it's hard. It's harder hitting. There's no ropes. So oh, oh. They, they don't they don't get to do all the you know crazy yeah. maneuvers and stuff. There's no high flying. It's all on the ground catch wrestling, kind of you know chain wrestling, old school style. Sure. A lot of blood, obviously, with the name. Uh, <laughs> and that's why Black Blood is like perfect. So we're launching the beer at Bloodsport Nine, which is happening March thirtieth. Okay. Yes, March thirtieth. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. And how did, how did how did you get involved with Barnett to for the collab to begin with? It's all dude. It's crazy how it's all connected. So um, I met to take it back a little bit. I met uh, the guitar player from Killswitch Engage at okay. Cigar City Brewing when I was working there, and uh, I I pitched him a collaboration out of no. I'm like, hey, how about a Cigar City Killswitch beer? And he was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> And then the brewers, the the owner of the brewery was a good friend, so I just told him, "Hey, I'm this is a passion project. Can we just do this?" And, yeah. and we did it, and that led to me, you know, becoming friends with Adam D and and going to shows, hanging out backstage, and then backstage I ran into Josh Barnett at one okay. of those shows. Became friends with him, just shooting the shit, talking MMA and and metal, and then you know, little by little, we would keep running each into each other at different shows now, and then you know, eventually it was like, "Hey, man, you know, you want to go grab a bite and like talk?" And yeah. so we we did the podcast uh, and then, you know, just since then, we've been friends now for, I don't know, five, six years. I don't okay. even know the number. And uh, but we've been working on this beer for two years. Oh, wow. So, OK. Yeah. Like uh, we went to uh, Taps Brewing two years ago to kind of discuss the collaboration or whatever. And uh, when we finally established what we wanted, I was like, we need to age it in your bourbon barrels because he has a bourbon. Okay. That, uh, the War Master bourbon that, that he put out through Cespa Creek. Um, so he had barrels. I mean, we should put the beer in those barrels and yeah. age it for like a year or so. See what happens. And uh, it yeah. took a little longer. There was some, so we ran into, you know, bumps on the road, but we, we the, the beer was in the barrels a little bit longer than we had originally anticipated. But all it did was just add more bourbon and barrel flavor to the sure. beer. Sure, sure. Now I got a I got a question as I mean I love craft beer but I've never really understood what exactly what is a barley wine and how does I mean how are you calling a barley wine a beer? I don't mm, Yeah, that's a good question. I I don't know why it's called a barley wine like okay. why they why, why they use the word wine instead of beer. Uh but a barley wine is it's mostly it's like almost it's almost a stout. But okay. the grain the grains aren't as roasted. They aren't as dark. Uh, there's also a lot more of the sugars involved, so it's a little bit sweeter, but okay. n- 
it's still super potent. Okay. A lot of people love uh, craft beer nerds love barley wines. Like that's their that's their peak right there between sure. that and sours, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Did that come out? I didn't mean that. <laughs> no, I look. I like the way they taste as an ex- like. Hey, let me try that. Wow, that's sour. Cool. And then we just move on. Like okay. if, I, yeah. if I drink a whole sour, my tummy uh, starts rumbling. And yeah. Oh. I get all, you know, gassy and weird. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out everybody around me. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, that's pretty much it's it's a thicker beer, usually okay. around seven or eight percent. Uh the barrel aging made it higher for us, so it's at eleven and a half. So that my my concern is with people since we're launching this at Bloodsport, people are gonna be at this live event chugging eleven and a half percent beer. Yeah. You're, you might you, you might know, the minute you said it, I I thought that you might have a few guys passed out in the front row. A couple passed out people, a couple people puking, a couple people fist fighting. Right, right. I mean, this is this fist is in fighting. Southern California, you know, Ooh. and there's already people fist fighting nearby. Sure. So they're gonna be... <laughs> oh, oh shit. So so going into it, knowing it's going to go into the bourbon barrels, mm. what's the process of going to the, like the beer prior to that? Like the uh, taste it, of the beer prior to that. It, 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 I, well, yeah, the the barley ones are they have notes of like dates and caramel and uh, like just brown sugar, maybe a little bit of like molasses vibe to it. Yeah. But when it got into the barrels with the smoke of the oak, yeah, I think it's oak barrels. So smoky oak and uh, they're a little bit more caramel, some leather, even if you will, like because you get those leather notes from some from good bourbon, bourbons. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it, did just, you try it prior to going into the barrels? Oh, yeah, yeah. We drank it. I mean, you drank it. It was brewed. We drank it and it was great. And then we put it into barrels and then we waited like about a year in or we we went and saw the barrels, you know, went to go taste them. They, you know, do the thing where they drill it and they get a little bit of a a little squirt out of the barrel and they put a nail back in. Uh, So we tested all the barrels and we we came up, you know, we were trying to pick, oh, which one tastes the best? And we're like, why don't we just blend it all? See what all of the barrels, they're all going to have a distinct uh, yeah, you know, just right, yeah, right, right, right. Because right. each barrel is different. It's not; they're not all super like one or two. We actually lost one of the barrels because it it wasn't uh, it leaked and it got oh. infected. Okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah, so stuff like that happens. So yeah. it's all. But we blended it all. It tasted great. And then, uh, yeah, we just we, we we went back before canning it. We tasted it again, and we actually did a little bit of back blending where they add a little bit. They blend it with a little more beer. And we blended mm. it with a little bit of stout just to give it more body, too, because oh, wow. uh, it had spent so much time in the barrel that it started getting kind of like that whiskey thinness and not, okay. not, okay. not beer body. Uh, so we, we blended a little stout in there. And, it, dude, it's a great concoction. It's delicious. How fun was <laughs> that whole process? That had been just it's, amazing. Well, I'm not going to get into the details of the the bumps in the road that I told you about. Yeah, that yeah, process yeah. sucked. But, sure, <laughs> sure, bumps always suck. But, but. but the whole process, I mean, dude, I, this this isn't my first my. So although this is going to be the first beer in the RRBG Brew series, and I I was vague with the name on purpose. I didn't say beer series because of what happened with the RRBG thing. You know, sure, like, you know yeah, what? yeah, absolutely. Let me say brew because right. what if I can make coffee or a tea or something with somebody who's non-alcoholic. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I don't want to keep it vague. Sure. Keep the doors yeah. open. Yeah. Um, so anyway, as though, even though this is the first official RRBG series beer, there's, I've done a few other projects, which are up here. Okay. Uh, including, let's see, I'll show you this one. 
This one was with uh, Cosmic Eye Beer. It was a collaboration that they they did with me uh, for this Vox and Hops brutal um, North American tour. It was a, they wanted to make a, a twelve pack of collaboration beers. Okay, okay. And uh, my buddy Matt over there from the Vox and Hops podcast, he he invited me to be a part of the project. It's fucking beautiful. If you look at the can, yeah, it is. That's a cool can. And they made T-shirts with like our our names on the back. It was kind of it was like a like a tour, you know. It was a pretty wow. interesting project. So I did that, uh, and then this one here is from Iron Triangle. It was for a wrestling show that we did at the brewery. We called it Power Bomb IPA. Okay. I had okay. Jeff Cobb, Jeff Cobb here, uh, who's I think wrestling Kenny Omega next Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was wrestling uh, Luke Hawks over here. Had them both sign the can just to keep it as a little thing. Nice. You know? And then finally over here, I'm not going to pull it down, but there's the Kill Switch beer. Actually, I might as well show you the Kill Switch beer, yeah? We were talking about the Kill Switch beer. There's the bottle. Oh, that's right. Oh, that is cool. And that's the yeah. one that you won medals with, silver? No, this is this is the this is just the collaboration with Kill Switch. The silver medal is right here, actually. <laughs> keep <All right>. coming. <laughs> They were with the oh, I see the metal. That's nice. Yeah, this was Guayabera from Cigar City Brewing. I, I sat down and, and came up with this idea with Wayne Wombles one day. And then we, we like we were trying to call it Libertad because I wanted it to be like a Cuban theme. OK, OK. Uh, and, but li- apparently copyright goes in. It translates. So Libertad translates to freedom. And there's a freedom ale already. So we can't take oh, that. Name. Boy. Or really? Liberty ale. Yeah. And then Liberty <laughs> also was taken. So we were just like, all right, well, we'll call it something else and then uh joey redner the owner came up with guayabera which is that shirt the, that the guy is wearing it's got those four pockets i'm sure you've seen it around mm-hmm. in, like, oh yeah yeah so okay. we called it that was supposed to be me on the can but it doesn't really look like me at all <laughs> no yeah uh but anyway i i they made a shit ton of money off of that but since i what you know i created it under their uh at the brewery yeah. i couldn't I couldn't stake my claim like I'm doing with huh. the Barnett beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It belongs to Cigar City Brewing. Sure. But, you know, Joey sent me one of these, which is the the silver. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Proud. So I like, you know, it's a it's some brewers say it's meaningless. <laughs> what? Yeah. Some brewers just don't. I think they're just maybe bitter that they never won one. I was going to say, yeah, I, let me guess. <laughs> most of those are brewers who don't have that's one. exactly. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. You should be proud of that. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I've just been trying to keep doing that. I've been trying to do this for a long time, six years, seven years now. So I'm glad that it's finally taking shape. It's got the first beer in the series. Yeah, There's yeah. going to be more to come. I'm going to include comedians. I'm going to include nice. bands. And I'm going to include, you know, any MMA or wrestlers that want beer. So I'm nice. putting it out there, universe. Send me some clients. That's awesome. So <laughs> where did the uh, where did the love of brewing start? Where, where When did you brew your first ever beer? Oh, uh whew. 2012 maybe 2011 i was actually on tour with my band i was a singer in the band dissever okay uh we did that for 10 years and uh i you know on the road we discovered cool unique local beers that we weren't getting in florida florida was really really behind in the times when it came to the craft beer scene like la has been in it forever but like florida it was Corona, Heineken, Bex, you know, like yeah, that was yeah. pretty much it. And um, 
we started seeing a little bit, a little, a couple of them trickle in like victory, golden monkey. And, and, you know, one of the big ones was cigar city's high ally. We had it in Tampa and we were all like, what the fuck is this? This is the <laughs> best thing I've ever had in my life. Right. <laughs> and, and, uh, I, you know, I was out to dinner with my wife, my now wife, we were dating back then. And I saw a beer rep at the restaurant we were at just sitting at the bar and like wearing beer gear and he had a laptop and all this shit. So I walked up, I'm like, Hey man, uh, what do you do? <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, I'm a beer rep. I, I go from bar to bar and I talk about beer. I'm like, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want that job. That sounds, yeah, that yeah. sounds ideal. He gave me his business card and, and this is how crazy my life usually works out that I got his job. Oh, <laughs> He got fired and the route opened up and they gave it to me. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel kind of bad. I feel like I manifested that. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure he did something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, well, we'll go with that. We can sleep yeah. at night. We'll just say he did something bad. Yeah, but no. It, it, so when the guy gave me the card, though, at first, it was just to volunteer at beer festivals. OK, OK. He was like, look, we're, we're going to be pouring beer at this you know, park. Come by. Help us out. And get, you get some free beer and food out of it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a good time. So I went over there, poured beer with them. And he saw, I guess, like I was like naturally, naturally good at talking to people and getting sure. them to talk about. I don't know what it is. I didn't take any classes or anything. It was just kind of like, hey, man, this is delicious. You should try it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but they hired me. And then from there, I just, you know, when I did this, that was with a distribution company. So I did that for two years, which it's good to learn. There's two different sides of the business there. And yeah, it's right. good to learn the distribution side as opposed to being on the what they call the supplier side, which is the people with the brewery. Sure. Yep. So I went from distributor to to Cigar City. They hired me to to be their their brewery rep, which okay. which is it's like a, it's a huge step up in that world when you're doing that money wise. And it started feeling like I was a rock star because they would fly me out to do big festivals all across the country. Like they'd send me to JABF or, or uh, extreme beer fest in Boston or craft mm. brewers conference out in or Oregon. And it's like, I was flying a couple times. Uh, no, not a couple times a month, but like every month, at least once somehow somewhere or driving or driving. Like I drive, I drove to Richmond, Virginia in the, the company van with a bunch of beer, a bunch of kegs. <laughs> and they send me out there with a couple of lunatics uh, from Cigar City, friends of mine that work there too, but they're, they're bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were the, were the kegs gone before you got to the brewery? Yeah. The, the I'll just say anything? that at one point at like four in the morning when I was trying to get to my room, the guy didn't want to let me in the room. And it wasn't <laughs> because of me acting up it was him like going crazy like i'm running the room i don't know if he wanted to go smoke crack or something real quick before i got <laughs> in there like, like what's going on man? oh uh, yeah but yeah I, I, it's it felt good to you know we would when i would do extreme beer fest it was a lot of work because i was standing there and we were pretty popular at the time cigar city and we had this beer called hunapu which is an imperial stout that only comes out once a year and we had brought some of that and there was a line of four or five hundred people wow. Holy deep. shit. And it's just me with, oh. <laughs> with oh. two pictures of Hunapu. And they're, they're, these people are like, ah! and like pushing sample glasses in front of me. I'm just pouring a little bit here, a little bit. And I like, can only give them one ounce. And right. They have security guards walking around like, hey, I see. It's more than an ounce. Two ounces. Like, yeah. Wow. What are you doing? Like, take it, take it back. So I'm there losing my mind, pouring all this beer. 
And uh, one of the staff members of the of the fest walks in. Hey, man, are you okay? I'm like, absolutely not. I, mean, I don't know if you realize that there's 400 people in front of me, and I'm here by myself. And uh, and and I was extremely hungover because obviously that's obviously you know, obvious. yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Pounding headache. I'm just like losing. Like just everything's vibrating. Like ah, <laughs> the the staff send me an old dude with no teeth. Oh. Hmm. And he gets in there and he's like, what do I do? I'm like, just fucking grab this pitcher, fill it up with this beer and put it back on the table. All right. As I'm fast like, as you can. <laughs> as fast as you can. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I kept doing that. Just fucking chugging along. And then I look over, I hear like a commotion. I hear people screaming and I look over, I'm like, what the fuck? And it's the old dude pounding the beer <laughs> from the pitcher. Like, oh, I'm like, no. <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing? And I took the picture from him. I get the fuck out of here. What are you? God. So, yeah, um, that's where my passion for beer came from. Just years of that nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> that's well, awesome. That's a great. That's awesome. That old guy. I've been to uh, the, the Great American Beer Festival comes to Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. And mm. and I, I was to one of them uh, probably, I don't know, 12 years ago or something like that. And I just know, like, by two or three hours in i was so fucked up oh yeah (laughs) you're just walking around grabbing an ounce of at a time and you're like i'm fine i'm fine and then all of a sudden you're like oh i'm not fine (laughs) you just had 37 ounces of like all different kinds of alcohol levels and sugars (laughs) that's a mixture there (laughs) yeah but i mean it goes back to you know you got the job because it sounds like you're passionate about beer and you're good at talking about your passion about the beer you had to have sounded like you knew what you're talking about at the time, I would think. Yeah, yeah. I got into it, man. I got real into it. I took tests. I'm certified. Like I have oh, paperwork. Nice. I'm a real I'm a real beer guy. A brewologist. <laughs> it's uh no, there's a Cicerone program that they have that you do tests and there's okay. like a master level where like you do blindfold, like you taste oh. the grains and you go, mm, yes, that's from the northeastern region of um it's like get the fuck out of here. I don't need to know that much. <laughs> you know, like i'm not that nerdy i'll have yeah. enough to like you know get me a job you yeah, know yeah. And, and get, yeah um but yeah there's paperwork and certificates and uh, obviously you know medals yeah, yeah. Baby. <laughs> uh, so but yeah had, it's it's good man you had mentioned about uh getting the collaborations going and the thought so when somebody you want to collaborate some people so what are you thinking a flavor you're trying to think of a flavor to collaborate them or a name or where does it start uh, it starts mostly for me with uh, just kind of overall vibe of the person. Like for me, obviously, a person like Josh Barnett, the war master, an <laughs> MMA guy who goes by the name the war master. Yeah. And it's like he's always posting metal things like he's a big metal head, you know, the leather jackets and the whole thing. I thought, you know, obviously we have to do a metal beer, something mm-hmm. dark, something a stout or a barley wine or something yeah. like maybe it may be a porter uh and he was in agreement. he was like absolutely so you know but like if i were to if i were to do a beer with a like let's say the band bayside or something i would want to do like a pilsner something refreshing mm-hmm. light something like okay th- for the live show you know people can pound it at the show <laughs> yeah. it feels good it's a good happy feeling you know and i just go from there then once we establish like the type of beer, then I can start thinking about flavor profiles or like, okay, well, okay, you know, what would I want to drink? That's usually what I go into it with. Like, what would I drink? 
because okay. I, I I like IPAs, but I don't like them when they go crazy, you know, with the super super hoppy, and it's like mm-hmm. it, you feel the enamel breaking in your teeth. Yeah, like, I, I'm good. <laughs> I don't I don't need that much, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, cool. I I am not an IPA drinker, and, and it feels like a, a big majority of the craft brew market is IPAs, is, yeah. and you know, I, I have a Hefeweizen here, and uh, and I love that. You know, I love the stouts and stuff. But it's it seems like it's it gets harder and harder to find the other things on because so many people are doing so many different IPAs. It's because it sells, dude. It's weird. Yeah. Like it, and and yeah. like you'll see breweries like big breweries like Alesmith change the branding on their cans to to where all it says like it's just a green can and it says IPA in giant bold letters. You don't even see the logo of the brewery. It's like super small in the back. They don't get they don't care about anything. They just right. say, hey, this is an IPA because they know most common drinkers are just going to walk in like I want an IPA. Oh, look, IPA. And yeah. you just take it and walk it and buy it. How did how did that happen, though? Did the the taste buds of the world change or something? Because <laughs> they, they're not they weren't that big 10 years ago. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know what it is? I, I want to I'll attribute it to cannabis. The, oh, uh, okay. the 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 more use of cannabis or you know legalization in certain states or whatnot, uh, cannabis has become more and more popular, and that flavor is similar. I mean, they're cousins. Hops and and cannabis sure. are cousins, so there's a lot of that weed ish flavor in an IPA. So you'll be drinking IPA. No, no, soon. I was gonna say I like my I yeah. like my weed a lot better than I like the IPA. <laughs> <laughs> You just haven't had the right one, man. Have you had right, it all man, weed? right? Yeah. But like, if if you can keep the IBUs in an IPA under like forty, mm-hmm. I'll give it a try. So I'll, but... I'll have a suggestion for you then. So what I'm drinking these days is actually Hoppy Pilsners. Okay. And that is a it's a lager, it's a pilsner, uh, but they throw a little bit of hops in it, and it's sure. not super aggressive. The IBUs are low, and you get like a you know five percent ABV. You could chug it pretty because it's a lager, so you could chug it. Um, mm. that's what I've been into lately. And that ha- most, most brewers, that's what happens. You know, we, we go through this, like, like, let's try the craziest thing. Cause you want to learn and experiment and see how far you can push flavors and, sure. and ideas. And like, w- what if we put pancakes in it? You know, like that's, <laughs> that's, what's been going on. Right, a lot right. of, I, I can't, and I'm good with shit like that in a stout. Yeah. But a lot of these hype breweries that exist right now are, they're doing it to IPAs. They're making yeah. them smoothies with like cinnamon toast crunch smoothie ipa i'm like you don't want an ipa you don't even want a beer you want a milkshake yeah 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 <laughs> go get a milkshake i'd say yeah beer. over there mr i'll hire you you'd buy those every day of the week not ipas <laughs> no i will IPAs. no i will buy like your your chocolate peanut butter stouts of course yes that yeah. i will do but not that makes yes. sense that, to me that ipa <laughs> that we just had here that you had gotten from stone arts that was like a strawberry smoothie fucking oh. ipa i'm like that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it's filled with uh, it's filled with milk sugar, dude. It's just mm-hmm. it's so gross. Uh, yeah, I mean, but you know, I also think other things are gross that people love. So sure. it's just an opinion. Don't get yeah, mad. Absolutely right, <laughs> right. Well, and that's the thing. No, no, no. I mean, obviously, uh, no, no uh, offense to the IPAs because they're obviously doing very well. Right. It's kind of like kind of like saying you hate Harry Styles or something. I mean. Good I on do, you, but, but the guy's a billionaire, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like Nickelback, people are like God, Nickelback sucks. Yeah. They're hey. still selling millions of records, right? Right. <laughs> so this is a question. But minute you t- we were talking and you brought it up, you brought it up. But so In Sync comes to you and says, "I want to clab on a beer. What do you vibe? Do you get and what would you sell them?" 
The first thing I would do is hide my boner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my Wrong. god! Okay, really? Think the question. Oh uh, <laughs> no! No, the uh, yeah, uh, dude, absolutely. And I would do something fruity, probably, you know, for the female fans. <laughs> there you go. Right. Not for them. I'm not chalking shit. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but there's only one of them. Yeah, only boy. one of them is fruity. Yeah, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not homophobic. I know it's, that. It's, I know it's, that. it's a it's a no, but for the ladies, I'll make some kind of right. fruited, fruited light sour or maybe like, I don't know, a wheat ale with strawberries or some shit like that. You know, OK, <laughs> yeah, that, that brings up a good question. So when you go into a collab, are you are you making it more for the person you're collabing with or for the yeah. fans of the people you're collabing with? Uh because what so if you go depends. to Josh Bar- what if you go to Josh Barnett and say, I want to make this stout this good? And he's like, you know, I really like these fruity. <laughs> I'll know? do what he says. I'm not okay. gonna argue with Josh Barnett. <laughs> well, true, true. Good yeah, point. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> that dude will rip my arm off. Uh no. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, you know, I so I kind of had that discussion with him. So I do I try to please the person yeah. that's doing the collaboration. But it depends on where they want to take this. If they're just doing this just to be like, ha, I made a beer and then just buy. But if they want to make a business out of this, then you got to start thinking about the consumer. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So I, I talked to Josh about this. Like, look, it's great that we did this killer uh, barley wine punch in the face, 11 and a half percent. Amazing. However, I think the people at your show at Bloodsport are going to want some chuggable beer, some five, you know, some light lager, something 5%. They can have four or five of them. You can't have four or five of these and die. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) so I told them that maybe, you know, depending on how well this goes, uh, for the launch, if we sell all the beers, then we gotta, you know, now we can talk. Let's go make more. Let's go make a lager too. Let's make a series of beers, you know? Okay. Well, and that is the, the end result, right? A, A series of beers and keep going. Keep it going, man. Keep it going and, and try and grow it and bigger names, bigger brands. And that's just, you know, I I, I, tr- I'm my f- I have a lot of irons in the fire. So that's just one of the main things that I've been working on for years to get it mm-hmm. off the ground. Um, so, you know, if it doesn't work, that's fine. I still got a bunch of other shit to do. <laughs> yeah. And let's let's talk about one of them, because I want to I want to talk about that, the dynamics of getting a wrestling ring inside the comedy store because <laughs> yeah, you've got the, the wrestling the, events coming up at the comedy store here okay heck? so we're not going to have a ring in there yet okay uh, we have we have had it before we had it in there that's for storecade a few years back before the pandemic and that was a it was a logistical nightmare because <laughs> you also got to not it's not only that you got to consider one thing that people don't think about like we the, the comedy store depends on sale sales of of the seats right and if we're removing oh, yeah all you... of those seats those seats to fit a ring in there you're losing you know income there for the to keep the lights on you know what i mean right right um so that was one logistical nightmare but then once we got it in there we also noticed like the ring was pressed up against the main stage to the point and the main stage at the comedy store has kind of a, a half circle okay uh in the front and that thing was bending and I was like, oh. whoa. And I know that once those big guys get in there and start slamming back and forth, that stuff is going to move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's going to break the, the ring. Like, they had to, we had to shove towels in between the stage and like stack it up so that it wouldn't be so bad. It was still kind of crazy looking. Um, we also didn't, they forgot to bring a bell. So I'm like <laughs> running through the kitchen. I'm like, do we have any large pots? <laughs> a giant metal spoon, anything. <laughs> like, what are we? 
something. I need something that sounds like a bell. And we ended up finding one of those little like champagne buckets. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, a, and a ladle. And I was like, gong, gong, gong. like, all right, here we go. Bell. <laughs> you got to improvise. You got to improvise. These are, the, these are the best part of the stories. Right. Little shit like that. Oh, I love dude, it. It was it was nuts. And then they, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe was the one that kind of put it all together with his. Uh, he had the store horseman uh, that used to do a podcast at the comedy store before our show was a thing. Um, and uh, he was the one Eddie, I need you to like talk to the Lucha brothers. There's these two, there's a tag team of guys called the Lucha brothers. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. And they don't speak English very well. They do. They speak, they say some things, but I had to be like the, the, the translator for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running around back. You, you guys, okay. You need anything? They're like, no, well, yeah, water. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like running around and, and talking to people. Like I have to go do things for, for those guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a fun night. Um, we want to eventually put a wrestling ring in the comedy store again. <clears throat> We're going to call it store is war. That is our Twitter handle right now for the yep. show. Uh, but uh, we want to put a ring in there and do the same thing, do comedy mixed with some real wrestling, the local guys that are you know doing stuff on TV, obviously. But yeah. We got some big stuff in the works, like those events that you mentioned. We have uh, March 29th, not Sam Amania. So Sam Roberts is a, a famous broadcaster. He has a show in New York with Jim Norton, I believe. Okay. Uh, and he he's worked with WWE many times where he's been on like their pre-show or like interviewing talent and whatnot. So he's he has a relationship with WWE and he's going to be bringing in a lot of WWE talent for that show. So like oh, nice. Baron Corbin and Medusa and uh, hmm. X Pac uh, is going to be there. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. So they're you know they're all going to be in there, and we're we're also working with WWE on a few other things behind the scenes. So um, hoping to be out at WrestleMania here when it's in LA, nice. promoting, doing interviews, and doing things. And then if not, we'll be at the Comedy Store for that not Sam Mania thing. And then the next day we're doing Hunkamania <laughs> with Dolph Ziggler and his brother Ryan Nemeth doing stand up comedy. Um, okay. And they bring some of their wrestling friends to try comedy. Like last time they brought uh, William Morrissey, who used to be he used to be big Cass in WWE and uh, seven foot tall fucking monster human being. <laughs> and I, I wasn't, you know, and, and that's on me for being a discriminant. But I, I was like, this is not going to go well. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is just some big dude. Like, yeah. you know, like, have you ever thrown somebody? Isn't that funny? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> like, that's what i was expecting you know but the yeah. dude was the dude was on point and like so uh -huh. good on the mic and hilarious stories like talking about have you know self-deprecating like talking about how hard it is to pee in a normal toilet when you're that tall and <laughs> getting piss splashes everywhere and like, All right, that's funny shit that's yeah. good you don't think about it but yeah right <laughs> yeah and that's what you always hear like you know, make it personal. That's the best way to make comedy. You know, if you if, if you're not if you're not big in comedy, just make it personal, and you'll 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 uh, you'll make some people laugh anyway. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's my favorite kind of humor is like self depreciating. Yeah, yeah. Know, that's the angle but, I take most of the time. <laughs> how did you? Uh, where's your connection to the comedy star? How did you get started there? Oh wow. Well, yeah that that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> so. <laughs> you kind of have the best of every world it seems like you're in all the great ones but go ahead I, it's the thing awesome. I, I like i like you know when i like something i pursue it yeah like like, like a passion like like it's gonna yeah. eat me alive if i'm not a part of it and sure. it's it's kind of sucks because you spread yourself too thin like now i'm in so many different worlds yeah. that's just like oh fuck um but 
so comedy, I, uh, I've always been a fan of comedy ever since I was little. You know, George Carlin. That's one good thing my dad <laughs> did was show me George Carlin. Yeah. Or like, you know, stand-up comedy in general. There's an old Cuban guy that we used to listen to a lot. His name was uh, Alvarez Hedes, which okay. Ooh. crazy crazy you know vulgar and, and i was like six you know, like listening <laughs> to this craziness bless um, your dad for showing you the yeah. good stuff <laughs> right yeah thanks dad anyway uh no it was just so it's always been a passion but <clears throat> sorry when i moved from miami to to la here i uh the first place we went to was the comedy store because i've heard so many stories and like Mm -hmm. like and i'm not saying that you know to be funny like we went we arrived from the airport and went to the comedy store because we didn't have the keys to our place yet perfect (laughs) fuck it let's just go to the comedy store perfect yeah Uh, um so we'll watch the show there met some people but ultimately it came down to joey diaz uh joey joey and Joey and I are from the same block in New Jersey. Oh, really? (laughs) Wow, that's awesome. He he knows my grandfather and my dad. He knows, I mean, my grandfather's attorney was Joey's attorney, Sam DeLuca. Oh, wow. I love the last name, DeLuca. (laughs) Yeah, so I hit him up. I, you know, hit him like direct message on like Facebook. I'm like, hey, I kind of like explained like, you know, I'm from this block in New Jersey and da, 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 da. And here's some pictures as proof, you know, because people like people are weird. You oh, know? of course. Yeah, of course. So I sent him some proof and I, I didn't ask for anything. It was just kind of like, I just think this is cool. You know, love that what you're doing. Great. <clears throat> and then he's like, come out to the comedy store. I'm like, cocksucker. <laughs> like, there had, to be, a cox- there? There had yeah. to be a cocksucker. Of in course. <laughs> come out to the comedy store, cocksucker. <laughs> so I went, I went, and I met up with him and he like <sighs> walked, he walked me, he walked me in. Like I walked into the hallway and he was right there. He's like, hey, come here. Gave me a hug and a giant bag of weed. He's like, here. I'm like, okay. I just put that in my pocket, (laughs) put the bag of weed in my pocket. And he like grabs me. He's like, let's go to the kitchen. Let's get you a drink. Like, yeah, yeah. Gets me a drink. And then we took some pictures with some people and he started showing me around and like introducing me to them, like the managers and like, just Eddie's good people. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. All right. And that was that. And I was like, wow, what a a magical experience. No shit. I was just thinking like, that's amazing. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and then uh, I started listening to the Store Horsemen, the the Tony Hinchcliffe's wrestling show. Okay, and then like I started hitting them up, like, "Hey guys, you know, uh, can I come talk to you guys at the store? Like, I want to see the show. Like, what's the deal?" Or you know, and they started. They were doing like live uh, showings of like WrestleMania or SummerSlam or something like that. They would any of the pay per views. They would do it at the belly room. Okay. So I started hanging out with them. Uh, <clears throat> Johnny Scordis specifically was uh, one of the store horsemen. I invited him to do, uh, sorry, a blood sport viewing with me that I was doing at Gorilla Mall in Alhambra. They, okay. And by the way, shout out to them. They have a War Master Burger that Josh and I created, mm. uh, and it's now available at Gorilla Mall in Alhambra. If you guys are watching this and are hungry for a ridiculous burger that's going to hurt your stomach. <laughs> it's got jalapeno nice. bacon and fried Ooh. pickles and cream oh. cheese it's, a, it's a, sounds uh, delicious it's it's amazing but it hurts <laughs> going in or going out or both both yeah yeah, both. yeah. um so anyway long story short johnny took me back to the store again and i just started going i just started going every, every like you know i met tony and tony was like yeah we do kill tony on mondays you should come out 
hang out Monday nights every Monday. And I was living in Long Beach at the time, so it was like a 45-minute drive each way. Worth it. Worth it. And it was worth it. Yeah. But it and like I'd be out at the comedy store and like, oh, I I watch the show, and then Tony sees me, and he's like, hey, come here. And we're going to smoke. I'm like, yeah, 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 let's go smoke. We'll go to the back, smoke. And it's like now three in the morning and i'm high as shit and and drunk and i'm like well now i gotta drive to long beach <laughs> <sighs> yeah normal monday night right, right? Yeah, on a monday you know um but yeah started going i was there at every episode of kill tony during the pandemic when they were there was an empty comedy store yeah there, yeah i was oh. the one i was the one guy you heard in the back laughing and clapping <laughs> It was, it was well me and gino from speedweed because we would just get high and sit it was just me and him and his girlfriend just laughing in the background kill, kill tony <laughs> is the no offense to anybody else's the greatest podcast on earth it is i don't even that, think it's a podcast right. i don't i don't treat it as a podcast it's right. a show like yeah i would agree with that yeah yeah it is and it's, it's such just a, a good show. show it is so good yeah. There's nothing like uh, you know seeing people bomb. It's uh... well, I'm not gonna lie. We uh, we have had a, a, at least one, maybe two people that I Ooh, found yeah. specifically from Kill Tony comedians that will I'll hit up and and have them on the podcast. So who was that? Who's you had? Who have you had? We had Jonah Campos, who was the one. She was at Skank Fest, and she was all all scared on stage and shaking really badly. Oh, and okay, she yeah, was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. 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 So her episode is coming up, and I'm trying to think. Did we have? She might be the only one. From Kill Tony. I've tried a few other ones, but yeah. So you should get William Montgomery on. I would love to get. Yeah. Yeah. I should. (laughs) He's probably too big for us at this point. So he's too big for me now. Apparently. (laughs) Fuck. He and I did a podcast. He and I did a podcast during the pandemic. We hung out in the roof of his building, which was like it had weed plants on the roof. Oh, nice. (laughs) And we were just drinking and smoking for four hours. Okay. And, and it was four hours of just riffing like it, it, nonsense yeah. i kept trying to do a question or or like hey maybe i should leave because like uh, my podcast is only an hour long and we're on <laughs> the third hour <clears throat> and you know we just kept going and going and he wanted to keep going i'm just like no nah, I'm, I'm leaving yeah was <laughs> well I, not to not to i mean obviously he talks enough about it was he on cocaine at the time was he just nonstop? oh yeah cocaine <laughs> oh, yeah. and drinking yeah and i mean he's clean he's clean now so he looks great he's he does, got yeah. abs yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what happened but he's uh, having fun yeah. he was having fun obviously Dude, yeah. it was a great it was a look i had a blast i'm talking yeah. shit like i i didn't have fun there for four hours but no the one the one great... person that we we've talked to and he told us he would do it but he only does them live who i really would love to have is david lucas Dude is oh, just yeah. fantastic. So, although yeah. I'd be afraid because I think it would just be an hour of him making fun of us, but that would be okay. Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it. It'll I mean, be, yeah. be we'd be easy to make fun of, so it'd be yeah. perfect. Yeah. So yeah, you have had you have had a decent amount. I mean, you've had you had Mark Norman on as well, who I I mean, one of the best. Mark Marky Mark. I was trying to get him to do a beer with me, and he I think he got scared. Oh really? Hmm. <laughs> now he's now he's got his whiskey. Yeah, I think maybe that's what happened. I think that uh, you know he was working on that trying to get that done first you know sure, sure but hey there you go now another chance you have your own whiskey give me those barrels let's make a beer there, there you go, you go. <laughs> right a comedy a comedy beer that's perfect there aren't too many yeah. comedy beers out there no so i you know i'm, I'm wearing good... this hat right now because i actually i did i was on the adam carolla show because we the brewery i was working at the oh. one that did the uh this thing the bumps and bruises one. we also did the adam carolla beer for a while Oh, he's got one? okay yeah he has a beer but you know it 
it didn't really work out. The brewery that I was at closed down. Sure. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a drug front. I'm sure. You know, like, <laughs> um, you say that I, like, it's a bad thing. <laughs> no, I mean, I was working there. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not until you get caught. <laughs> Right. I never got caught. They shut down. I walked away. Um, yeah. no, I'm gonna, no, I'm kidding. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> no, uh, but I, yeah, they were doing the Adam Carolla thing. So they invited me on the show. It was really that was like one of the big like for like I'm like, oh, shit. Like I'm on Adam Carolla's. Yeah. Show. Wow. Yeah. What's happening right now? I took a bunch <laughs> of pictures. Like, is this real? And then on the way out, the guy's like, here, have a hat. I'm like, yeah, I'll wear it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I will never take this off. What I'm going to shower about? in this thing. <laughs> so what, when was that? Because I, I see clips from Adam and I'll watch. I That was a while back. dude. OK, uh, so I'll look for it. That'd be that's cool. Back. Yeah, we did. Uh, OK. We did, the beer that he had a what we what they called the after show after dr drinks with Corolla. I don't know. It's yeah, something like that. that did uh, go away now that you say that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hmm. Either way. But well, so yeah, more comedy beers would be good. Mark Norman would be a good one. Uh, you know, Andrew Santino should get a beer. I think, even though he doesn't like beer, he likes bourbon and whiskey. But right. Yeah. Again, give me. Those he's still parents. a drinker. Yeah. Yeah. He's a yeah. The ones who yeah you got what about Kreischer? Why does Kreischer not have his own beer? That's a good that, question. Yeah, that feels like a bad thing <laughs> having. Did you see? We're, we're in Wisconsin. Why doesn't cocktails, dimples in the beard have a beard? There you go. <laughs> there you go. We're uh, we're in Wisconsin, and and Bert was just here on Saturday oh. or Friday night or Saturday night. He played in Oshkosh, and did you see he was at Pete's Garage after. I did not. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Bert's operating on a whole new level, dude. Like I, he is, yeah. he's met me four different times. Yeah. We have pictures every time we've hung out for like 40 minutes, 50, like maybe an hour drink and talking every time he sees me. Hey, buddy, Brett or uh, Bert. Sorry, uh, Bert, Bert. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> by the we've third met. time, by the fourth time, I was like, come on, like, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> I can't uh, imagine the amount of people that go through his life at this point with how much he's out. And, you know, like he's, yeah. It's Crazy. starting to happen to me, and I don't even—I'm nowhere near their level. You know what I mean? But sure, yeah. I, I'm getting old, and all the drinking and the, the uh, brain damage I've sustained mm -hmm. over the years. You know, um, it's starting to happen though. I'll, I'll see people; they'll come up to me, and like I—I I detect that we've met, but I yeah. don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like I, I you know it's there you can kind of yeah. see that they're, they're like uh, hey don't you know like, yeah, the, the way they're talking to me is way too comfortable you know right. like no no we've met shit and i just go with it for a while and you know try so you my got best. it right yeah. you gotta move on i mean i don't know what's worse finding out later on like if mid-conversation then you find out that i fumbled because i just answered something wrong or you know what i mean or or called them some other name like right. yeah and and or bring up somebody else that they have no idea who that person is <laughs> Like you remember that time with John, right? It's like, no, who's John? Like, oh shit! And I, I guess my guess is wrong. Yeah. 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 Oops. Uh, oops. I don't know. I some now I'm kind of just like I'm leaning into the I don't remember, dude. What's your name? You know, like right. Let's just get back there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's people see what you can spark at something. Yeah. People should not be offended by that because I could meet people ten times and I cannot remember names. I could remember details of stories you told me, but I'm not going to remember your name. It's just yeah, in and out. Like yeah. it only sense. hurts. It hurts the big fans. You know, the 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 Punisher fans, the ones that are, you know, standing in the back, kind of waiting for the opportunity, and then they finally find a moment to jump in and ask or you know hey yeah. man you know, love your work uh, could you sign this for me and then they're like, uh the, you'll see them like yeah, you know we met like seven months ago at the sting and, and, and you know you, we, you waved at me and i was like 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 Fuck so, yeah. So then let's use this. And I want to, I do want to talk to you a little bit about your bands because that's probably where a lot of the people recognize you from is your bands. And I did want to ask the, does ever. Yes. Great Dezever. band. Now, are you touring? You guys still going? No, no. Unfortunately, we are currently on a hiatus. <laughs> okay. Cause I saw where you would like, I didn't know if it was stop touring for sure, but you still made records or what the scoop was. So, yeah. So we, we, we had a record in the books. We actually still have a record written and pre pro recorded where pre pro is just like, it's, it's in a garage. It sounds like shit. So we, we uh, want to go and record it at a studio where it sounds good. Uh, we have a whole album in pre-production that we never put out. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, because what happened is our, our bass player moved out of Florida. Uh, we had like a big hurrah, like a final farewell show, and it was yeah. great. But um, when he moved, then my, my drummer moved, and then I moved, and we all just kind of split off, and everybody yeah. started having kids. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any kids, but everybody else got kids yeah um so it just seems like a distant like oh that was cool what we did you know what i mean like okay. I, every once in a while we communicate we're like man we wrote some crazy songs and you know we still have some <laughs> intense <laughs> to go to a studio and do those right uh, right but yeah well eventually i think we'll eventually maybe you know once everybody's got enough money to like go lavish with it where we'll just fly out somewhere all together and hotels yeah. and all that we'll maybe do it yeah but uh there's another band that i'm in called vultures or wolves i play sure. bass bass in that one and uh i do low growls and stuff that one is still kind of active we're we're you know we put out an ep a couple of years ago before the pandemic we were gonna tour but then pandemic sure. uh and then we keep in communication i just saw george in seattle we went out there to go watch a band uh that you re reunited after 20 years botch uh one of my favorite bands okay and uh we flew out there and we talked about it like, yeah, we got some riffs. Let's, so we're going to keep writing and Ooh. eventually hopefully do some some shows. But, you know, with with comedy store wrestling and and the RBG thing, it's like there's so much going on, dude. It's yeah. hard. It's yeah, hard. for sure. Well, and that's why I wanted to bring it up, because I'm like, how did you how do you do that between touring with Vultures with Wolves? Because I thought they were still active and I yeah. wasn't sure if you were still doing albums with. What's yeah yeah i mean we're, we're we'll do them it's not going to be like it was when we were younger we're not going to sure. hit the road for you know a month it's not that's if, if anything we do a few dates back to back we'll do like a week or a week a long weekend you know sure. uh but the whole like sitting in a van and eating dirt is i'm, I'm 40 <laughs> i'm 41 man i can't do that anymore no but can i <laughs> so i i read a quote and i'm quick me of the name of the band that you used to share a house house with selling mara Oh, Silent Mara. Yeah, yeah. Silent Mara. Yeah. They are so you still guys shared going. a house? Well, we didn't really share a house, but we kind of like, we had a house where the band all lived together. Yeah. And we, we would just have parties every day. So he. <laughs> and they were there all the time. <laughs> and he, he did say, um, he has a quote in there about when he met you guys and party with you guys, that you knew that you were not normal. <laughs> so. I'm assuming there's some good house parties stories going on. Woo, buddy. And what is what your touring days that they just knew met meeting you? What? You got yeah. anything for us? Because that sounds fun. Yeah, I had a I had a reputation in Southern Florida. Mm -hmm. It started when I was very young because I, I, I uh, my when I was like 15 high school years, uh, my so 
quick anecdote so you can understand what's going on there mm -hmm. my father got arrested we were all living in new jersey where you know yeah. joey diaz town and then uh we had to flee to florida Oh, not by choice. Not by choice. is the word. Right. Yeah, okay. And so my grandfather purchased this enormous house, eight bedrooms, some ridiculous shit. Enormous house. And he wanted the entire family to live in this house. As you can imagine, very uh, explosive, very nuclear, <laughs> nuclear heat in that house. Um, so everyone would just leave. And I would have the house to myself for days wow. they would just disappear <laughs> i'm like all right well i'm having a fucking party yeah. how about that and so i i started inviting bands that i knew from like local shows like hey man you want to play my house let's just bring everybody to the house and we would book i would book like three bands i would have like oh, ladies do like oil wrestling in the front yard i'm not proud of that but you're you know, kind of well you're doing this at 15 yeah nice <laughs> so you were the party guy yep uh, and so we would throw these big ass parties and then eventually I, you know, I moved out of my grandparents' house. I had my own place with some friends. It was not my own place, but we had a, a house with some roommates, have parties there all the time, have bands set up in the living room and just have 200 people show up. And then, uh, uh at one of those parties, I met the band, the sever. I met the guys and okay. they were like, they, I perform, I would perform too. I would do like acoustic stuff, like maybe like i'll play like a sample and then just play over that i did like a welcome uh to the machine cover from pink floyd i think that was oh. the one that caught their attention so they um they hit me up like hey man if you need a band i'm like yeah i could use a band so we started hanging out and then i i'm not going to get into this part of the story but i was i ended up being homeless at one point so <laughs> oh. i moved i moved in with them and and they had a huge house out in the middle of the the like it's not the redlands but yeah, it was the Redlands in like Homestead, Florida. And we would yeah. have these massive parties, 200 people, kegs, kegs everywhere, people boxing like with giant gloves or something like just <laughs> random, random shit. Lots of drugs. Yeah, it's Flor it's Florida. So lots <laughs> yeah, yeah. of drugs, yeah. like, a lot of acid. Like we took I took a lot of acid during those days, dude. Yeah. And, you know, and people wonder why I don't remember you know the, certain things <laughs> the parties that i met you at hey man yeah. you remember that one time with the johnny and the band and the the guy was with a there was a chick and we called her rotisserie chicken i'm like no <laughs> i don't uh, no. i don't remember most of that but yeah but the story kind of tells itself if you called her rotisserie chicken i think i can get it yep <laughs> yeah. i did mention i did mention oil wrestling that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it was it was wild, dude. I mean, we ended up playing at a porn shoot. Like it was, it was just Florida's nuts. Yeah, it's not good for your health. Like it's <laughs> a bad place to be. That's why I Ready? fled. And LA is not much better, but at least, right. at least I can get some stuff done out here. You know, right, right. <laughs> Eddie, I Florida, feel like you're just being debaucherous for nothing. I feel like we could do with you what Ryan Sickler has done with Joey Diaz. I don't know if you've watched those the Honeydew where Joey Diaz tells his life story over. <laughs> I feel there's like a lot, there's yeah, a lot of chapters, like dude. We just scratched the tip of your story, right? Oh, so that oh yeah, oh yeah, that could be a yeah. follow up episode of just the life in, <laughs> right? Whenever you want. I'm I've been writing a book since I was twelve. Nice. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. Before we go though, let's talk yeah. about. The comedy store wrestling podcast with earl and yes. uh how that came to be was there was there a comedy store wrestling podcast prior to that that you guys kind of or did you guys create that so we created the name i created the name okay. and uh um 
the store store horsemen, Tony Hinchcliffe, yeah, okay. Chris Burns, uh, Johnny Scordis, and Matt Edgar. Uh, those guys had a show about wrestling at the store, but once Tony left to Texas, yeah, um, they stopped, you know, okay. and and that was like my whole thing. People, there was a weird time during the pandemic or after the pandemic where you know people were like, oh, you know, comedy scene in LA is dead now. I'm like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know what just happened? They're like, oh, but everybody left. I'm like, yep, they just opened up a bunch of spots. Mm-hmm. True, all you did. You left it for us. That's yep. it. Yeah. So uh, I, I immediately jumped in and uh, you know, I was already still going weekly just to hang out and meet people. I was friends with Joel Jimenez. So we just hang out. He's he's working there as a door guy now. Um, okay. Yeah. You, you remember Joel? He was a drummer. Yeah, drummer. On the, yep. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was just hanging out and I, I meet uh, John, who's the producer of the show. He's starting. He, I hear him talking about, like, oh, we're going to start a new comedy store network. We're going to have a whole bunch of unique new shows coming out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, how about a wrestling show? He's like, actually, I've been wanting to do a wrestling show with Earl Skakel. I'm like, I should be the host of that. <laughs> mind control. I love it. I love Dude, it. Dude, Jedi mind. Like, my, I'm the host of that show. Yeah. Put it in the universe <laughs> and make it happen. No, yeah, it, it's weird because it was kind of like that. I, yeah. I'm, I know it sounds weird and cocky, but it was just kind of, I, I should be that. And it was like, okay, why? And I just started sending him stuff. I'm like, this, look at all the stuff I've done. Yeah. Come yeah. on, let's do this. And so he gave me the opportunity. Uh, we were trying to figure out a name. And I was like, why make it weird? Just comedy store wrestling. Yeah. It's, it's right there. It's CSW. It feels like a, a wrestling league, just a name, you know? Right. And if uh, you can put comedy store in the name of your podcast, why wouldn't exactly you? Exactly. Use that power Virgin. to draw the yeah, people yeah. in. Right. Uh, so that's been, you know, since day one, I, I first person I reached out to was Josh Barnett. Because, you know, once we once he said, yes, let's do the show, we'll call it this. And we got a logo like sent in. Yeah, uh, I was like, OK, we're doing this. I'm going to go reach out to Josh Barnett because I, I, you know, it's not pulling favors, but it's just kind of like, hey, man, when you gave it some legitimacy right off the bat, you, know, yeah. you get a guy like that in there and instantly you're you're good to go. So that's been the case. Like, that's how it was. RRBG. My first episode was Adam D from Killswitch, you know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> can't start any higher than that he's grammy winner like, yeah yeah our, our first episode was us two getting drunk yeah. acting stupid so <laughs> we're in the same thing we're, we know what you're talking about yeah but look I, I don't i know that i am not famous right i yeah. know that so sure. I, I i may be getting some notoriety now with all the stuff that's going on for sure yeah. Yeah. but i know that if i'm going to start a show nobody's tuning in for me they're tuning oh, in for the guest absolutely so i'm going to make it as big as possible there you, you go know, yes. get your attention we found that out very quickly, <laughs> very quickly. Oh. Yeah, man. It's it's so yeah, it's been working great. Um, Earl and I, like, I have good chemistry, so I like mm-hmm. it when you have people on there who don't really know wrestling all that well. Like when you had Jetski Johnson on and you were showing her wrestling and that that I, I enjoy those episodes where people because I, I I watched wrestling when I was a kid, but I haven't since the 90s. Like I after like Hogan and Paul Orndorff and Quitter. Macho Man. All what? Quitter. Oh. I nah. thought you said. I thought you called me a queer. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, a little wow, hard. Wow, that's a little hard. Better than queer. <laughs> so, Billy and Chuck sweating. What's going on here? <laughs> so I haven't watched in a long, long time. But uh, I got to admit, I, I get more interested in it just 
like what you know right. stuff you guys put out and just seeing clips and stuff and going eh. well and when we with earl we the passion of him yeah. you know same thing you right. we were all excited too so right. it brought back the passion for him you know so. yeah the, that those uh episodes that you mentioned with uh, people that don't know wrestling we i called it the outsiders because yeah. uh i love the outsiders team and you know, razor ramon and you know the diesel kevin nash and scott hall uh they were the outsiders and i figure you know if we're gonna have people that aren't in our clan of wrestling then they were the outsiders you yeah. know they're the ones so True, it yeah. opens up the door again this is, this is lessons that i learned through the years like i need to leave those doors open so if yeah. we have an outsider segment we can have anybody on the show it doesn't matter who it is you got you got you have good branding marketing ideas going around yeah, in your head yeah. huh? like, years you... of working f- of soul-sucking corporations yeah. is paying off <laughs> right right <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I, and I never thought of that. And we've, I mean, we, you know, we talked to a lot of playmates and, and we have talked to playmates who are sober. You're talking one right now, buddy. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> believe, believe me, every, every episode we talk about how we can't leave the beautiful woman waiting. And this time it was, we can't leave the sexy man waiting. So you'll, Eddie. you'll see it. <laughs> but we, you know, we've had playmates who are sober and then you're like, because we'll always ask guests, like, what are we going to drink yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Obviously with you, I just grabbed a beer, but yeah. <laughs> um but then you have some who are sober and they're like well i'm not gonna drink and you're like okay that's fine you don't have to so but thanks for coming on yeah, yeah. we haven't yeah. had anybody say no because of it thankfully but yeah that's that's why i switched it around i i i got like 10 people like nope that's I'm crazy like, yeah. yeah that's wow you gotta I respect I should it, change so. it then yeah <laughs> yeah because like for you guys you could do mocktails you know that's a we big can... thing here in la now right we right. did one we did that one week well, yeah, and most people that are sober nowadays smoke weed. So then we just we'll do a weed episode. California you know? sober, right? Exactly. California <laughs> sober. Exactly. You so, got her. <laughs> yeah. We yeah we actually just started something. It's going to be coming out soon. We have uh, one of the playmates is she lives in Hawaii. She's big into weed, and she's going to be answering weed questions for people. And we're going to call it Ask Ashley. It's just like a little half hour thing. So we're going to have that like every couple months coming out. So with the baked yeah. bunny, yeah. Yeah, nice. So. The baked bunny. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Trying to move out, you know, trying to expand yeah, a little do bit. Whatever we can. So. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on. Who wouldn't want to like it, it, that when you start a thing like this, like what your show that you have, you know, I'm sure when you started, you weren't envisioning where you're at now. I nope. mean, look at you. You got the nope. setup and everything and it looks great. And, you know, you, you the thing keeps growing even without you. So you're just kind of like, all right, well, let's keep it growing. Keep yep. it going. Yep. New ideas. How do we make more things? And, you well, know, that's the thing when when you when you contacted me, I was like, "Shit, he wants to come on our podcast." Like, what? I you right know, now? I, right now. Yeah, I'm like, so sorry, by the way. Um, thank you for you know uh, no, moving no, the no, schedule. No. <laughs> no, no, the point the point I was making is hell, heck yeah, you you know you, you're we're in this together. It's kind of the way yeah. we thought of it. So let's go. I appreciate that. Let's man. go. I, so. I, what, what I did was I just did the, the 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 sin of the comedy store. I bumped. So I bumped somebody. <laughs> I bumped whoever was coming out next week or whatever. That's nope. That's right. We always we always have a handful of them in the bank, and nobody knows when when they're coming out until I don't tell anybody until like the week before they're coming out because we do because I have a I have a daughter, so we can only record every other week. Ah. So you know I have a daughter with an ex, so I have her every other week. So we'll bank a bunch of them and then you right. know kind of put smart, them out as smart. So yeah, yeah no, but I I appreciate everything you're you're just listening to you. 
expands where we you know we yeah why the not possibilities right? are endless they really are and uh, yeah. we, we appreciate the possibilities that are that's endless, awesome man. no i was i was thrilled that you reached out i don't i, I hope that yeah. didn't come out the wrong way no i was no, i was no. i was thrilled oh, yeah. that you reached out because i'm like i knew i knew you had been following and and you know i was following along and and uh, i was like oh wow he wants to come that's awesome so Hell we yeah, appreciate guys. it man thank and, you and beer, so much for the opportunity beer, rock and roll comedy yeah right up our alley loved it yeah. and even a pleasure yeah. to talk to you you really do thanks man and yeah, you know, just, like i said we, there's much more stories uh depends yeah on, you know how much how many beers i drink before we start talking well we'll do this again for sure we won't start until we're and four then next time we'll say drink drink a blood sport or no a, a black blood black of the earth blood beer the earth. and then come on yeah, right. <laughs> then we'll get the good stories just, i i i just haven't had breakfast i mean if i drink this right now i, uh, I would have puked halfway through I, this podcast <laughs> of a beer right it's a hell of a beer right? i'm excited it's not going to be the last one there's going to be a second batch i'm sure uh um, yeah awesome. so you know to, can i get some plugs in real quick before we wrap no, up 100 yeah, all right so wide open march 30th black uh black blood of the earth premieres at blood sport nine uh tickets are sold out so you can't get in uh mm. however i will let you in on a little secret we're not going to sell out of all of the beer there we're not going to bring all of it we're going to save a few cases to do another event Outside of Bloodsport, since, you know, when we announced the beer, it was sold out already. We figured, you know what, well, let's save some so for people that can't make it to Bloodsport can get some. Uh, mm -hmm. So we're probably going to set up an event. I don't have any details yet, but thoughts are grill them all since they're such great partners with us. And they had the Warmaster burger that we did. So we're probably going to do an event at uh, Grill them all at some point to to for people, you know, so they can get their hands on the beer that weren't nice. able to go to Bloodsport. Uh, but we're going to make another one. We're probably going to make a, I'm going to, I'm going to convince Josh to do a light one, a light lager or some kind sure. of Pilsner or something to cream ale, something, something light to keep people drinking. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, that's going on. And then that's going to be the beginning of the RRBG brew series. More to come on that. You know, comedians are open. Bands are open. Coffee, tea, beer, anything that you can brew. Uh, and then, yeah, it, there's still a few tickets left. Very small amount of the not not Sam mania on March 29th with all the WWE people. We're going to be on the main stage with Sam Roberts at one point or Earl and I. And, you know, that'll be the first time I'm like on a professional manner that I'm going to be on the main stage, not just yeah. walking up there because I'm going to the green room because I'm a fucking animal. <laughs> Like, they're like, hey, you could go around the back. I'm like, nope, I'm going to go right through. I, the go, the, yeah. I go this way. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of uh, people that are everyone's in town. So come to the comedy store because you could just hang out in the front bar and who knows who you'll run into. I ran into Quentin Tarantino on the front bar once. So oh. go hang out at the comedy store. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You hear the Austin, Texas uh, comedians saying how, oh, my God, Austin's a new capital. Oh, the, you know, L.A. is dead. L.A. is LA not dead. dead. It's not dead. Yeah, no. And no. I just comedy store is sold out every night. Like, it's I, wild. Comedy store is top of my bucket list. I will kill myself again if I die before I get to the comedy store. Let's put it that way. <laughs> kill yourself in the afterlife. Exactly. Oh. I will be. Yeah. I really, really need to do a trip where I just spend a few nights out at the comedy. That would store. be great. Yeah. So yeah, hit me up whenever you do. Obviously, you know what? Hit up Earl because he's a paid regular. He has way more pool than I do. I have pool. <laughs> I have some pool, but Earl's Earl's the man, the yeah. daddy man. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, <laughs> well we're, yeah, we'll we... come out and talk to both of you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. That's absolutely. right. Um, uh, but yeah, please follow me at RRBG Podcast. That's uh, where you get most of my interviews with 
people over Zoom or, you know, sometimes I go to the locations and then meet up with them. Um, but then follow at Comedy Store Wrestling if you like wrestling and comedy, even if you don't like wrestling all right. that much, like, you know, we were talking yeah. about. The outsider segments are hilarious. We've got yep. Jetsky Jocelyn and Jade Catapretta and, you know, Kim Congdon, you know, people that yeah. we know that don't watch wrestling. We bring them in. Yeah, yeah. Lucky you, Kim. I, I keep bugging Kim trying to get her. <laughs> and and everybody out there that you're. She knows the, what the she's people, doing. Yeah, the, the band members that you have on your podcasts are great. You know, I mean, oh, you have yeah, a I mean, variety yeah. of yeah. awesome yeah, metal n- bands. Nine Inch Nails, 311, you know, yeah. Rob Zombie and Incubus. Like, it's, I blow my own mind away when I'm like, sometimes I'm like, what? because i just i don't have an agent i don't have a booking agent i don't talk to agents either i just dm people hey you want to do the show and they go yeah i'm like what that's awesome (laughs) yep that's that's That's, how we do it too and 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 i can't tell you how many times i've been like what they said yes okay well cool (laughs) so yeah because that's the thing if you don't ask they're not gonna know exactly exactly just ask them uh, but yes, please, Comedy Store Wrestling, uh, RRBG Podcast, support your boy. I got a lot more stuff coming. Absolutely, awesome. and we'll put all we'll put everything down in the description. They can we'll put all the links down there. They can find you that way. And and uh, we were like I said, we really appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for we had a blast. You know, thanks thank for you coming guys on. for having me. Thank you guys for having me, and hopefully we'll do it again. Yeah, you absolutely. Bet. I'd love to. You bet. All right. All, all right. right have a great night. See you later. That's fun. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Cast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. DC, I host the rock podcast Back to the Arena, the interviews. It's about a 30 minute podcast where I talk one on one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interviews. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.